0: Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max—the podcast. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN News, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join via the Goodyear hotline, and you can that hit us up like on the Dr. Pepper call-in line or Twitter feed at Key J and Max eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six eight eight eight. Say ESPN. What's up, Key?
1: I say, it look like a great shot of
2: the East River. Is that Jay's boat coming to pick him up before
0: so they go on the boat? big boat? Yeah, I got my boating pants on today.
2: It's a nice day to be underwater today. Beautiful yeah, the weather. East right River
0: now. Is only. East River is a quick little you know, quarter mile to Brooklyn. Yeah, How many right times now? have you jet skied in that Max Keller? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not jet skiing in any. I know. Like, well, okay. they have cleaned it up. I'm not jet skiing in the in the East <laughs> River, the Hudson the River. No river. You pass the test. Yeah. No. No. I grew up in New York. I'm not jet skiing in any river in New York <laughs> City. NFL Week One is here, guys. Um, Wait.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah. I just noticed, Keith. Do you have a? Does your shirt say Waffle House on it? Yeah. Weren't you killing me the other day when I was like how much I loved the Waffle House when I was in North Carolina at school?
1: I don't think so, did I? I This is a a retro T-shirt. I didn't get it from the actual um, restaurant. You can buy T-shirts at the retro place. And so it's just a... T-shirt, Waffle House,
0: and, you know. Oh, oh, no, Key, that's some double talk right there. (laughs) That's some – Jay just said, weren't you giving him problems about saying he likes the Waffle House? You got a Waffle House shirt on, then turn around and be like, no, 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 I didn't get it at the restaurant, I just – Bought it Just somewhere else. Just a retro <laughs> purchase. <laughs> well, it is,
1: though. Man, get out of here. You know Man, I love the Waffle the, House.
0: I like the T-shirt. No, it
1: is. The Waffle House is good when you get a chicken breast and a waffle, and that's it. I can't get anything else from there.
0: Yeah. That's it. Staying in shape. And it has
1: to be 4 a.m. in the morning coming yeah, exactly. from the club.
0: Yeah. Exactly. You know what time it is. <laughs> All right. Week one uh, in the NFL is here. Um you know, Tony Gonzalez said on Good Morning Football that the Titans' offense is probably unstoppable. How good can Tennessee be this season? They pick up Julio Jones. We were arguing about wideouts earlier. I think the best tandem, one-two, could be Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. But what's the ceiling for the Titans' um, offense, Key?
1: I think that the ceiling is right where it's at already. Uh, they're not going to change their style and their approach at all. And I know what Tony's saying, you add a guy like Julio Jones to the mix, you're getting a bona fide playmaker who can do some things in a passing game. Now, Corey Davis was there a year ago, and Corey Davis basically, let's round the numbers up, he was a 1,000-yard receiver. A.J. Brown was a 1,000-yard receiver. Julio Jones is not all of a sudden becoming an 1,800-yard receiver because they're not going to take the ball away from Derrick Henry on the offensive side. That offense goes because of Derrick Henry. Can Tannehill lead them to a Super Bowl with this offensive roster? Absolutely 199.9%. But, there's a big but there, and the but is the defensive side of the ball. That's the Tennessee Titans' problem is the defensive side of the ball. they can't stop a nosebleed. They can't stop a nosebleed at all. It can't catch a cold in Alaska on a rainy day. That is the God-honest truth. Offensively, they got some playmakers and some pieces no question about it, but they're not going to air it out 55 times a game to take advantage of Julio Jones.
0: It's just they're not going to do it. So, Jay, I, there, I, I hear what Key is saying, like there's, but there's a difference between a dude putting up numbers or using him a certain way and the threat he presents and just his, his level of excellence that he just brings to the field on every play that can make the team better, right? Julio Jones doesn't have to put up amazing numbers. If he's still Julio Jones, it's going to make you better. Does, is the defense good enough for them to challenge this season? Or, but Because he ain't, he ain't lying. They cannot stop a nosebleed on defense. But the offense, they got a whole lot right now.
2: I, I would probably have them fifth or sixth in the AFC. Do you guys think that's reasonable?
0: I might have them a little lower.
2: KC, I mean, um, Bills, uh, Browns. Baltimore. Baltimore. Baltimore um, both sides of the J. ball. Key, yeah, both sides of the ball defense. Yeah, you still got Colts, Baltimore. The Colts. Colts. So many
1: six. I don't love the Colts. Don't count out Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Don't forget about New England. New England. Miami, if Tua Tua
2: takes a step forward, Miami. Yeah, I just – you know, I I sometimes think that – I know Key says that, hey, they're not going to change their offense. But if you are talking about their offense, I mean, Ryan Tannehill did throw for 4,000 yards last year.
0: Here's another, uh, I mean, by the way, I'll, yeah, I'll but give they, you another but, but The J- Chargers.
2: I know, it's just seventh most in the league, and I understand they're still going to play through Derrick Henry.
1: Yeah, but they, they're, not, they're just not, I w- just not their yeah. thought process in what they've done in the past. And typically when teams do something and have the success at doing that, they don't all of a sudden go, the total opposite way.
0: They don't have to, though, to get, like, if you have Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, you could still run the ball and play through Derrick Henry, but now you are better because you're more threatening in in the passing game, in the vertical passing game. They should be, like, the offense... Okay, forget about the defense for a second. Where is the offense rank?
1: Their their offense, probably in the... I would say in the teens somewhere, probably, like, I would say maybe, like, Eight to ten. But if that's
0: the case, Key, isn't that – I think Tannehill's a but good you can quarterback. Win. Like I, think, I
1: said to you, you can win a Super Bowl with Tannehill. I but get it. But Tony but, Gonzalez said unstoppable.
0: You know, I'm like – No, what I'm saying is if you have that offense and you swapped out Tannehill with even a guy like Josh Allen would you then think they have an elite offense? In other words, is this commentary on Tannehill's ability to put him eighth or tenth with everything they have on offense?
1: It's, it's not even necessarily about Tannehill. It's more about what Vrabel and the former offensive coordinator and Arthur Smith, who, by the way, is no longer there. So there's a change there. He's in Atlanta as the head coach. So it's more about that than it is about Tannehill having the ability to do anything. Tannehill has the ability. It's all about the system. If I took Tannehill and put him in, in, in Brian Dable's offense at Buffalo, what, all of a sudden Tannehill might look different. Okay. Tannehill was in Miami with Adam Gase. He couldn't play dead in a cowboy movie. Well, that's so your best,
0: by the way, that's your best argument for our previous argument. Well, it's not argument. an, argu- hey, Do- it's Santa not Santa an argument. Like, it's not at an Tannehill. argument. Day- it's not an argument. You can't avoid an argument. Sometimes Sometimes it's a conversation, sometimes it's an argument. You don't have to go looking for one, but if it's there, we can't duck it. Just look, call it but, but when discourse, you look, look, look at it, Tannehill, that's what it is. T- Tannehill is a good quarterback, and he's right, obviously. Like, he was a bust until he was in a good situation, and it turns out he's good. There's another guy with a lot of promise right now whose team is being picked by most to finish fourth because the division's so good, and that's Kyler Murray in Arizona. Who has, uh, he has a lot of upside, right? Who Uh-oh. has more to prove between Tannehill and Kyler Murray? I think, I think it's uh, me
1: personally. Kyler I think Murray. it's Kyler Murray, and the only reason why it's Kyler Murray is because there's so much riding on getting the Cardinals over the hump and into the playoffs. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's already done that twice for the Tennessee Titans. So when you look at it, that's, you know, it's like, okay, what pressure's on me? I've done my job. Not so much for Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona. Kyler Murray individually has flashes and have shown you, okay, is, is this, in this within this system and what he's doing, okay, he's, he's cool. But he's yet to get them over there. Plus, he's playing for the money. Right, he's got. They, they got a fish year option. They got long term extensions coming. He's doing all of those things.
2: I would say I would agree with Kyler Murray just because of if Cliff Kingsbury is not the head coach of that organization, Kyler Murray isn't going that high in the draft. Right? Is that is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Is he going that high? Yeah, I don't.
1: Maybe. i, I I'm, I'm probably with you on that, Jay. I mm. don't know that he becomes the number one overall pick, pick. for any other organization and head coach other than cliff kingsbury but i think he gets a chance to play in the nfl and he probably probably goes lower in the first round i mean baker baker
0: went one the year before in other words like that kind of quarterback and and kyler murray in certain ways is better than baker but what i would say max
1: if it wasn't the cleveland browns baker Baker mayfield wouldn't have gone number one overall and i know that I know that matter matter of fact. Yeah, 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 Josh Allen, Lamar
2: Jackson, all in that draft class. They were, they
1: didn't. Some people within the organization at the time. Didn't want John Dorsey to select Baker Mayfield, yeah. but it was Dorsey's
0: pick. It was a and weird draft that year to do. in terms of like guys like Baker who don't check every box don't normally go ahead a guy like Darnold who does. And then Saquon went second, and, and usually a running back doesn't go second. That was a, a funky kind of draft. I, I think it's unanimous on, it is unanimous on Kyler Murray having more to prove than Tannehill. But for me, it it's comes down to availability. Key, this is something you talked about yesterday. Like, if he's the size he is and plays the way he does, you know, what happened last year to Arizona? He got the shoulder injury. They stopped running him. Well, and, yeah. and then he couldn't throw it the same way, right? But well, if I he was... does stay healthy, Key, I love Kyler's upside.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, within, within that system, right? Because he he his talent is good. But all people that coach this game don't like his size. I was told once by a Hall of Fame coach, man. Dude told me it's nothing wrong with having smaller players. I just can't have too many of them.
0: Because
1: mm. if I have too many of them, guess what?
0: You don't have a team. I'm going to get fired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn J. Will and max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road, on the water. See how much you can save in as little as three minutes at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com ESPN football analyst Harry Douglas joins us on the Goodyear hotline. All right, Harry, we're just chopping it up about who has more to prove, Tannehill or Kyler Murray. Who has more to prove, Harry?
3: Um, I'll say I'm, I'm going to have to go with Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with happens. Kyler Murray because, I mean, both of these guys at the quarterback position, they both have weapons, but Ryan Tannehill has been to an AFC championship game. Ryan Tannehill has went to the playoffs last year. Now, I know that was on the shoulders of Derrick Henry, Um, those two years. But you look at his numbers, and he didn't turn the football over. He was efficient. Um, Coming into this year for Ryan, I just want to see him do it with his arm more. And the addition of Julio Jones can allow that to occur because teams not going to be able to stack the box with Derek Henry and leave A.J. Brown and Julio Jones one-on-one. When it comes to Kyler Murray, he has an arsenal as well. Uh, When you talk about the offensive line, you talk about the two, two, two deep at the running back position. Uh, they're four deep at the wide receiver position. Tight end, probably not so much. But I think the Arizona Cardinals have to prove a lot and make it to the playoffs this year, so I'm going to go with Kyler Murray.
2: Harry, when you talk about the Titans, everybody says, oh, well, you know, they had Corey Davis, and he was able to perform at a high, high level last year, and now they bring in Julio Jones. Can you describe to us, how is it different? How is Julio Jones different for Ryan Tannehill in this offense than what Corey Davis was?
3: Well, I, I say this a lot to a lot of people. When it comes to Julio Jones, it, it's, it's it's very luxurious when you have a guy that you, who's, who's double coverage and you can throw it to him no matter what and he's probably going to catch the football. You don't have any luxury with guys like that in the NFL across the board, period. But with Julio Jones, man, he runs routes like he's a small guy. He gets in and out of breaks like a small guy. He's mm-hmm. fast. He's mm-hmm. explosive, right? He makes the contested catches. Mm-hmm. He's physical. He brings that physical nature to the game. So where Ryan, it's a lot of times so where he can get in trouble and he can take his turn, take his time and take his turn and throw it, throw, just throw it up to A.J. Brown, just throw it up to Julio Jones. So now you have two guys in that receiver core who are physical, who are dominant, who's going to beat one-on-one coverage. So now you can take more chances as a quarterback.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting listening to you talk about Julio Jones because this is like a little um, kind of – I don't know, pet issue for me, the way we perceive wideouts in the NFL, where it changes every couple of years. Like, who are the top three? You go back a couple of years, it was, in whatever order, Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, and, and Odell Beckham Jr., right? No one mentions those guys as the top three wideouts anymore. And Julio Jones lost an offensive coordinator, and that hurt the offense. And Antonio Brown hadn't really been on the field, and Odell got hurt. But are we sure that those guys aren't still there? Like, is, is when you look at Julio Jones... Uh, Harry, yeah. do you see a guy who is physically different than he was a couple of years ago when he was considered the guy you wanted
3: at wide out? Well, I, all I can tell you is this right now. I know he's hungry and he's waiting to play this year. And, and, and he's going to show everybody why he's the best receiver in the game. Even here, I heard Marcus Spears say yesterday, Julio Jones, man, when that man is healthy, that man is the best receiver in the game, hands down. you seen Stephon Diggs say it on top 100. I like guess it's, it's, it's no, it's hands down. It's, it's no even no competition when it comes to because you look at last year, he didn't even play that much last year, and still had over 700 yards. Think about that now. I try to get a lot of people. to that. The man hardly played last year, and still had over 700 yards receiving. Think about, think about that. Yeah, so well, I, I mean, I full people, disclosure, this is your
0: former teammate we're talking about.
3: <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but but Max, even though it's my former teammate, who who can the last five or six. Years, who was the best receiver in the game? That's yeah, Key,
0: key like I'm listening, it is his former teammate. Oh, okay. Just like when I so, listen to
3: Key so talk about USC guys. No, but,
1: but but the Max, Harry is correct. He's, I agree. Right. Julio Julio Jones is ridiculous when he's healthy. There's no question about it. The only problem yeah. that I have with it is based on being in the NFL, much like Harry, and knowing that people don't change their identity. And that's the only no. problem. Yes, he'll be able to garner double coverage in mismatches and things of that nature, but there's always a but in here because Vrabel, isn't going to, he doesn't want to throw the ball 60 times a game. So are we taking full advantage of Julio Jones or are we just going to fit him in and hope that he gets the double coverage to open up things for Derrick Henry to continue to, gash the defenses. Yeah, but guys, well, what Keith, I'm... Hey, Keith, Harry, Keith, Harry. I, 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 oh, go ahead, Harry.
3: Let, let, me say this, let me say this really quick. Well, Keith, Keith, um, I think that's going to be more so on Todd Downing, right? The yeah. new offensive coordinator. Yeah. Like, the, I think that's a challenge for him coming in. Okay, we got a Julio Jones. We got a A.J. Brown. We still have a Derrick Henry. His job is to figure out how do I make all of this work? How, how do I make this thing flow? Because you can't forget that Derrick Henry led to leading Russia in rushing the last two years. A.J. Brown had 1,000 yards last year. But I truly feel like a, Julio's the type of guy, Julio can have three catches for 100-plus yards. A.J. Yeah. Brown the same way. He can have three or four catches for 100 yards. So, And Julio's not the type of receiver who's going to be like, man, i got to get the ball. you got to throw it to me 10, 12 times a game. He's not like that. I play with him. I know his mindset. He just wants to be efficient, and he wants to put his team in positions to win.
1: What do you think about Dak Prescott starting tomorrow night being off a year with that ankle injury and a little bit of shoulder uh, soreness playing against this vaunted Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense?
3: Well, Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy better have a damn good plan. I'm going to tell you that. That's hmm. the first thing I'm going to tell you because that Tampa Bay defense, they they, they ready, man. They, they riding a high for winning the Super Bowl ring last year. So you have to be careful in the way you do things and, do I, do I feel like Dak can go into this game and throw this football 50 times? No. Can't do that. And I know Tampa was one of the – I think they were the best rushing uh, defense last year in the NFL. But at the same time, you have to believe in yourself as an offense if you're the Cowboys. Okay, forget all the stats and stuff. At the end of the day, is can you win your one-on-one matchups? Can you win the line of scrimmage, right? My offensive line versus their defensive line. Right, My tight ends and, and, and H-back, fullback, whatever you want to call it, versus their linebackers. Because right? at the end of the day, Key, and you know this, at the end of the day, it's can, my, can we win our one-on-one matchups? Because if you can't win your one-on-one matchups, you can go ahead and count it out. You're not going to be productive in this league.
2: Harry, as we enter the first weekend of the NFL, what, what, what's the biggest, most interesting storyline to you?
3: I think for me, I think it's how many uh, dynamic matchups we have in week one. Uh, outside of the T.J. White deal, and I don't understand what the Steelers have got, got going on because T.J. White has only been great uh, when, when it comes to rushing the quarterback, getting sacks in his in his pass rush grade. But outside of that, I think all the premier matchups that we have in the league to start week one. I don't remember a time, uh, not recently, where week one was was so exciting because of the matchups you have with teams.
0: Harry, I don't remember a time talking to Harry Douglas here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, I don't remember a time when I thought that five first-round quarterbacks all had a chance, a good chance, to be long-time successful starters in the league. But that's what I see mm-hmm. with these five guys. Who do you think short-term has the best chance to succeed, and who who would you put your money on long-term as the best of this group?
3: Well, I say short-term, it, it has to be Mac Jones, and I say that because uh, – I say that because of Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick, and what they surrounded him around, right, especially a free agency. Um, you have Tower coming back defensively, what they're going to be on the defensive end. And then secondly, um, I would go with Trey Lance because of Kyle Shanahan and his thought process as a play caller and their defense and everybody they have coming back. But I'm high on Zach Wilson. I'm, I'm high on Zach Wilson. I love the intangibles he has. I love his bravado. Um, I don't think the New York market New York media is going to be too much for him. And he just has that it factor, man. He just ha- he just has it. And I tell people all the time, and I love my quarterbacks I played for. I love Matt Ryan. That's my guy. I love Marcus Mariota. That was my guy. But if I had to pick one guy that I could have played with, I could, if I could choose who I, who I want to play with, just for one year, I would have picked Aaron Rodgers. And right now, Zach Wilson reminds me so much of Aaron Rodgers. Harry
0: Douglas, ladies and gentlemen. Harry, thanks a lot, a lot for uh, jumping on with us, ESPN football analyst on the Goodyear hotline. Thanks, Harry. Um, Key, I'm going to well, ask. If Zach
1: Wilson is Aaron Rodgers, then Sam Darnold must be Case Keenum.
0: <laughs> I want to ask you the same question of these five first-rounders, first-round <laughs> quarterbacks, Key. Who in the short run will be most successful? Who in the long run? I mean, obviously, we don't know. It's a guess, but who would you put your money on?
1: I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my money on. Jeez. Okay, so let me let me scratch that and let me rephrase it. The question for you to me. Mm-hmm. Let's who will have more wins, short term, versus long term. Let's do it that way because because I don't know when Trey Lance is gonna take over or I don't know when Justin Fields is gonna take over, but I do know Mac Jones is sitting in the seat right now and he has a team that is built around him to make a strong playoff run in New England in New England he can win a whole lot of games just managing the situation until he grows into a potential uh Tom Brady year 9 type guy. And and I, what about long term? What, what, what
0: about long term, Jay? Who do you think long term?
2: <clears throat> it's going to be hard for me when Trey Lance actually gets the ball in that Kyle Shanahan offense, if they're able to maintain their defense with the way they play, uh, that, that, he has a chance to be really special.
0: You know, it's crazy, too, guys, because when you think about the – if you expand it a little bit and look at the second-year quarterbacks, Joe Burrow's in a terrible situation, mm-hmm. but he's such a stud. And, and, and you look at what Justin Herbert did as a, as a rookie. Was it's there's a good chance he's a top five quarterback by the end of this year. People have said his high is like a top three quarterback, right? He's differently talented. And then we, you know, you can't count out Tua or Jalen Hurts. There's so much young quarterback he, talent.
1: Max, why is he all of a sudden top three, top five, and he's Herbert? a different talent? Yeah, why is I'll, that I'll tell you why, why is that the case? Because he, was the, he wasn't that two years ago. Nobody. It was like, ah.
0: Well, but three guy. years ago he was. Three years ago it was tank for <laughs> Herbert, right? And so then crazy. it was. But let's put it this way, Key. I'll, I, I'll say this. There are two dudes to me who are differently talented. There's Mahomes and Rodgers in their own little category. Mm-hmm. And then you could talk about the best of everyone else. I know Brady. Brady's also there. But we're talking about physical gifts, right? I, I don't see Josh Allen quite in that group. I don't see a Lamar Jackson quite in that group. When I look around and I see who could potentially be, he'd be, he wouldn't be first or second, he'd be third, but I could put in that separate category based on what Herbert just did as a rookie, key. His, it's like, such
2: a small sample. It's a full season. It's a full season, yeah. but it's one season.
0: Max, when
1: you say you don't put Josh Allen or Lamar yeah. Jackson in which category?
0: Mahomes, Rogers, like, talent category. Justin Herbert uh, was I making mean, throws consistently for a bad team, a losing team, a coach that no longer has his job, a guy who wasn't even supposed to start, who had to take the ball last minute. Like, you couldn't do much better. Like, he, he's on a short list of greatest Lamar, rookie seasons look, ever. Look, but
1: Lamar Jackson is a
0: different type of talent. That's, that's true. That's, that's true. Lamar almost has to a, be put in his own it's category. A, it's,
1: a, it's a different talent. If I told you, if I told you, that, if I told you that Tom Brady – yeah, Tom Brady. We'll just use Tom Brady for example. If I told you that Tom Brady threw for forty touchdowns, you would say, "Wow, we we really like that, right?" But in in that number, whatever that number is mathematically, and I told you that Lamar Jackson accounted for forty touchdowns. You know, twenty on the ground, twenty in the air. That's the same number.
0: It is, but but <laughs> it's the like number. there, but there are attendant. Issues like if you fall behind, can he beat you from the pocket? All that. So, I agree with you. Lamar is, his, is unique. Lamar is kind he's of different. in his own he's separate category. Yeah, but I'm talking about throwing the football, like overall ability at quarterback. Josh Allen, as, Josh Allen is getting there. He, he's, he's yeah, he can repeat he's what he just he did. Knows. Yeah, but well, I'm saying with
2: Justin Herbert if he can repeat what he just did. Okay, let me well, ask you most both of this. The
1: time, most of the time, when quarterbacks like Justin, just check the math, when quarterbacks like Justin Herbert start off at the level. That he finished that? No, they continue to stay that way. They don't no. drop off. Well, they get better. Well, okay, look, look, better. look. This is what that's I want to ask. That's I don't why why know about your like fancy analytics
0: Dan, and your numbers, Keyshawn. That's I'm just doing it like by the Dan, eyeball test. Wait,
1: no. That's why guys like Dan Marino and Troy Aikman right. and those guys, Steve Young, stayed around for so long in their careers. When they start off a certain way, they don't fall off a cliff. Coming
0: up. Coming up, I need to ask these two former athletes about the athlete eyeball test on Justin Herbert. I don't want to know about Keyshawn's fancy calculations. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's continue this, guys, after Columbia, Jay has this from DraftKings. Columbia.
2: Now is the time to celebrate. The NFL is finally back, and DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, has millions of reasons why you should be excited. Partner of the NFL has millions of reasons why you should be excited. Did you hear that? Millions! To kick off the football season, DraftKings is giving new customers a free shot at $1 million top prize with a total of $4 million up for grabs for Thursday's opener. Getting in on Thursday night's single-game showdown is easy. Listen up. Draft six players from the season opener. Stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. So head to the app now. Feel the NFL action like never before with a free shot at a million-dollar payday. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code KJM. This week, new customers can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize and $4 million in total prizes. If you didn't hear me before, enter code KJM to get a free shot at the $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code KJM, Keyshawn, J-Max. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. It's Greeny, and Wednesday will be one day away from the start of the NFL season. Got to get you ready for any late fantasy drafts or any gambling decisions you need to make, and of course, for the Cowboys and Buccaneers kicking it off. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus.
0: When we last saw you on Keyshawn J Will and Max, we were debating something that I teased for this segment. If I could remember where what it was, I, I'd be in uh, great shape. Uh, does anyone recall the debate that we had at the end of the last, going into the last commercial break? Justin Herbert. The most. What's that? We were talking about Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. The most skilled quarterbacks, right? Um, Justin Herbert. To me, this past <laughs> season, guys, had a rookie year unlike any since Dan Marino, even if you adjust for the for the uh, era. Um, and uh, I would say that's the reason, Keyshawn, that I would put him in the top five by the end of this year, maybe even the top three, and say he's differently talented than everyone else.
1: Yeah, I, he, he's got a lot of talent. And, and coming out of school, um, you know, I've had the opportunity to see him play live in person. Probably, I don't know, I've probably seen him play – a little bit over a handful of times up close in person. Um, I had an opportunity to see him play against Arizona State and Herm Edwards in the desert. Went down, watched him from the sideline, wanted to see what he was all about, and walked away, saw him play against USC, and walked away saying he's the top quarterback in college football. I don't give a damn what the hype machine is telling me about Joe Burrow or Tua or any of the other guys that came out with him. I know what I saw with my eyes, and my eyes told me, that he was going to be a quarterback in this league that was going to have success for a very long time. Unfortunate for Ty, Tyrod Taylor, the starter last year, he thought he was going to be the starter and then a little had a little medical hit, mishap. and <laughs> A he little had to,
2: medical mishap.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And, and so he had to give way to Justin Herbert. And since then, he's moved on to become the starting quarterback of the Houston Texans. So, you know, when you look at it, Justin Herbert has – all the ability in the world. There's no question about it. I just, you, you gotta take these things in baby steps. I think he will continue to elevate his game because I've never seen quarterbacks start off hot like that and they'll fall off a cliff.
2: Oh, well, I, I think your last comment key really fits here for this conversation about, uh, about where Justin Herbert can be baby steps, right? Because I, you know, just as one season doesn't define Carson Wentz. Neither does a hot season define Justin Herbert to me. And one of the things I've seen, and it, it might be different in the NFL from the quarterback position, but I know about this in professional sports, you know, that first year in a pandemic when a lot of different things are going on, and I'm not saying that teams aren't doing their homework, but there's not a large sample size, a large body of work for a team to really dig into on how they scout you, how they prepare for you. And, he's, and got to, he's
0: going to have to make the adjustment to the adjustments, and, and you, that's what I want to see this but year. But this is can what I do
2: that at that same. What clip? I
0: asked you before the break was: we can talk about sample sizes, we can talk about keys, analytics that he loves to get into. I mean, as former high-level athletes, <laughs> the athlete eyeball test. When you put your eyeball oh, on special. Justin Herbert, he's special key. Let me ask you: Do you know what I mean when I say there's Mahomes and Rogers, and then everybody else? and that Herbert could be third in that group, or at least I see him if he's not in that group, then he's the leader of the pack of the rest, or you just don't see that. You see qualitatively when you look at Herbert, you don't see something different than even like Josh Allen or someone.
1: Well, I, 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 look, at, I look at when you start talking about making all the throws and doing some of the things, you can go right up to the Pacific Northwest and look at Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson doesn't have the ideal size. As those other guys. Well, Patrick Mahomes is not that tall, but he doesn't have that six two, yeah. you know, six three or six six like Justin Herbert, but he can make all the throws. Probably the best deep mm-hmm. ball thrower in the National Football League. So I don't look at it based on those sort of things the same way you do. I look at it like you said with my eyes, and I can tell you, I hate to say it, I can tell you whether a dude can play or not. I'm an instant evaluator. Yes I am. I can look at a dude getting off the bus and tell you if we put him on the bus just for show, to be a
0: show pony, or if he really is going to be a baller. Now, I, by the way, I hear that. Keep, you know, Marcellus Wiley, you used to do Max and Marcellus. Now, in, I don't even in, know who that is. Where is he at? He, at? He, ESPN, 7, 10 a.m. In, in what LA. network is he on now? The, but the, but the, point is, the point is, I asked him once what Bill Parcells, um, guy you played for, Key, what was his best attribute as a coach? And he said he can go out and watch guys warming up and just blink, like, look at them for a second, watch them for 10, 20, 30 seconds, and tell you everything they can, and be accurate about mm. what they can do, what they can't do. Somehow he could size guys up. So when Key, someone who's very, very experienced at a high level, like you, Key, says, yeah, I can size him up, I, I think there is something to that. That's why I'm asking, though, when you look at Herbert, you say, I don't even look at him like that. But when you do, you don't know what I'm talking about when I say he's differently talented he, he 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 is but it's it's hard at right
1: now today to gauge against three guy uh, two guys that got three MVPs and mm-hmm. two Super Bowls and three Super Bowl appearances and a host of <laughs> other accolades to measure him against in 16 weeks he's certainly headed in the right direction but you wouldn't be saying these sorts. See, here's what's so funny about sports. We wouldn't even be sitting here having these type of crazy conversations all the time about Patrick Mahomes winning six championships in the next two years and all of the weird stuff <laughs> yeah. that go he on. It. Right? He can do it. All Jimmy Garoppolo had to do was hit Emmanuel Sanders, and we would be sitting there going, damn.
0: Can't win but the big one. Mahomes can't changes. win the big one. Yeah, yeah. He's not wrong. I mean, that's the way it works. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Look like a million bucks with Dollar Shave Club. Upgrade to a DSC six-blade razor for a noticeably smooth shave thanks to their six precision-cut stainless steel blades. Find your perfect shave wherever you shop, in stores, and online at dollarshaveclub.com. That's dollarshaveclub.com. You better uh, visit it, Max. Wait, <laughs> you don't like what I do? See how the scuff is it It's working. It's got working it looks line, right. Though. You're fine. I got a little bit of a double chin, so I do it. I shave down here. It creates the, the illusion of a, chin, of a jawline. We're asking you at Key, J, and Max on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed which one of these three teams is most likely to win the Super Bowl Chiefs, Bucks, or Bills? 55% of you have said the Chiefs. 29% said the defending champion, Bucks. And 16% said the Bills. We want to hear from you. 888 729 3776. 888 Say ESPN. That's after Key has this from Granger. as a fan this is
1: amazing this no, is the is. time of the year this is what we talked about this is real this man is real. This is real.
4: are you ready I'm ready.
1: this
3: is Scott Van Pell, and
1: I'm ready this is Keyshawn Johnson the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are ready this is Stanford Steve
0: and I'm ready this is the Bear and I'm ready football is back and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, Jay, Will and Max and continues all day
3: on ESPN Radio
5: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I believe the Cleveland Browns are the biggest threat to Kansas City in the AFC. Touchdown, Odell Beckham! I am so bullish on the Kansas City Chiefs, we should be wondering if this team can go undefeated this year.
0: Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN News. Here's the question, guys. Will it be a disappointment for the Chiefs? <clears throat> Look, he just brought, brought it up. <clears throat> Shanahan designed the play. Emmanuel Sanders is open. Uh, Jimmy G just missed him. If Jimmy G hits him, we're sitting here going, "Can is he going to be like Marino, right? Can, can Mahomes ever win the big one and get over the hump? But instead it feels like they win the Super Bowl every year because, you know, if not for a pre-snap penalty, they probably win the Super Bowl a couple years ago against the Rams. Then they win the Super Bowl. And then, if not for their offensive line, clearly there were extenuating circumstances in the Super Bowl last year. So, Andy Reid, a lot of and, ifs, yeah, there are, <laughs> but that, but they're in the mix every year. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are now a version of what Brady and Belichick were in the sense that we, everyone, anticipates they're going to be there every year, right? Would it be a disappointment if they don't make it back to the Super Bowl, Jay?
2: Yes, he's. I mean, for for a team that's been the back-to-back Super Bowls, yes, it would be. It's either Super Bowl or a bus, and I, I hate using the bus word, but when expectations are excellence each and every year with the talent that they have, when you have a guy who is a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, and MVP, back-to-back Super Bowl opportunities for Patrick Mahomes, that's, that's
0: without even the question with the talent that they have. Max. Key disappointment if they don't get all the way back to the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, I think it would be a bit of a disappointment based on what you just laid out, Max, right? You laid out. If it wasn't for a toe, then they go to the Super Bowl, whether they win or not against the Rams. Right. Then they go and they win, and then they lose against the Bucks. So essentially, let's just say they would have gone to three straight Super Bowls. So it's like watching the Chicago Bulls or even the New England Patriots. It's like, oh, or the Dynasty Lakers. They're going to the Super Bowl. Or the Yankees. They're going to the World Series. And then it doesn't happen. You're like, oh, well, wait a minute, man. We did all this for nothing. And that's the way – The New England, that's the way the Kansas City Chiefs will be viewed this year if they don't make it back to the Super
0: Bowl win or lose. I want to go back to what you said, though, because I think it's right about uh, Jimmy G. Like, if he hits that pass, then all of a sudden we're looking at Mahomes differently. You know, the Buffalo Bills went four straight years, and Jim Kelly can't get over the hump and everything. So, but but there's some Mahomes' talent. Is so eye popping. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's like, oh, I don't know if I've seen that, but only Rodgers yeah, has done of stuff course. like he that. He does some Houdini like things. He does. He's like Houdini, like in, even this last Super Bowl, the plays all remember are from the losing quarterback who put up bad numbers because he did superhuman things, and then and then you look at the start of his career. You mentioned it, Jay. MVP, Super Bowl MVP. Right. He has all this but he's one play away. And it wasn't his play, it was the other dude who didn't hit it. From being a guy who maybe can't get over the hump. Are we expecting too much from this team? From Mahomes and the Chiefs? We're expecting them to be there every single year. Don't you think they expect to be there every single year? Yeah, a lot of teams do. No, no, but not not the same
2: clip that Kansas City would be. I mean if you're Kansas City, if you're Patrick Mahomes every single year, that that's why you you're you're considered to be – people have compared – I'll say it again, Key. It happened last year. It's the first time I heard it. Jeff Dalton came on our show and said, Patrick Mahomes has a chance to be the Jordan of the NFL. Yeah, I, I've
0: been saying that. Yeah.
2: Like that's yeah. – you're saying that, – that's high, high expectations. That's every single year you're competing for a championship. So they have the same but set Key, of expectations.
0: Key, you know why Jordan is an interesting comparison to me? Because like Tom Brady's the GOAT. That doesn't make you MJ. MJ is the guy who was obviously physically better than everybody – and then also put up the best numbers by far, and then also won all the time. Like, w- Brady wasn't obviously eye-test better than everybody, right? Didn't always put up the best numbers, but he won all the time. You had other guys like Dan Marino, who was like, oh, my God, that guy's just better than that, but didn't win all the time, right? Put up the numbers, was eye-test, but Mahomes has a chance to be everything. Could he be the Jordan of the NFL key? See, it's it's hard for me to mention Jordan and
1: Patrick Mahomes because Jordan did so much for the game and it it's just different. It's it's hard for me to do that because I don't just look at Jordan as a basketball player. I look at him as iconic, ridiculous, like once in a lifetime type individual. So it's 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 hard. I think Patrick Mahomes is based on the sport that he plays is in his own separate type category and his physical tools certainly displays that. Now Again, if you go back and you look at that throw to Emmanuel Sanders, we would be talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes a little bit different, mm-hmm. almost like we talk about Aaron Rodgers right now. Aaron Rodgers won the one Super Bowl, but he hadn't been back. He puts up a lot of yards. He gets the MVPs. So there's a lot of pressure on him to finish the deal because clearly he has the ability to do that. But then again, he'll be in the same breath as Brett Favre, he wants to separate himself from that. Key, one Patrick thing Mahomes about what you're saying? Another
0: one to be separated from all the other guys. One thing about what you're saying about uh, Jimmy G, though, is in that same Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes did call his own number, take like a 15-step drop and throw a 60-yard pass. Like, I think he also did something in the affirmative that was like, uh-oh, not like that. that was a gutsy play and a big, big-time throw at a huge moment. I think if you took that away – now you're really looking at, okay, you got – there was some luck involved. But once once you add that play, it elevates what Mahomes did, I think.
1: Well, anytime you can go to three straight championships and go to the Super Bowl twice, you, you got a lot of talent. Like, he's ridiculously good. Um, I just want to see him win a couple more championships before we start, we start the MJ. greatest all right. of all time.
0: All right. So uh, all right, you can project. It's okay to project. Like a little hyperbole in my absolutely, it's okay to. I don't want he driving all the hyperbolic statements out of sports. Greeny next on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn J Will and Max back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J Will and Max the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio.